0: You are the universe. You are that which created the universe, and you are everything in the universe. You are infinite consciousness having a human experience, and you get to have a life that is one of joy, peace, and abundance. My name is Karina, I am your host, and you are listening to Beyond Stardust. Welcome back to Beyond Stardust Podcast. Today, I have a really wonderful guest, Cassandra Rosa. She is an intuitive life coach, a podcast host, an award-winning author, and she helps millennial coaches create fulfilling life and businesses with clarity and confidence. Hi, Cassandra. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Yeah. Thank you for being here. So I'm really excited to talk to you because you, um, one of the things that I know that you focus on a lot is about clarity on people's path and purpose in life. So I know that's something that I struggled with for a long time on my journey and that maybe the audience also might want some help and direction too. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and how you got into that? Let's start with that. Yeah, of course. So from a young age,
1: I knew I wanted to make a difference in the world, and I didn't really know what that meant. I thought maybe I'd be a teacher or a therapist, because I loved playing teacher when I was young and giving people advice. Um, And then came the time that I had to decide what I wanted to do after high school, I thought let's pursue psychology. And halfway through my degree, um, something didn't feel right. They changed the qualifications, and I felt like there was something more. So I ended up doing a travel abroad and volunteering in Africa, and I was mentoring kids at an after-school program, and that's when I really fell in love with mentorship. And when I got back to the real world, you know, that ended up being put on the shelf. I thought maybe if I have a corporate career and I make a lot of money, I can make a kind of organization that I could have kids with. And really dove deep into personal development and had a marketing and sales job. And I realized this could be a way that I could make that impact I've always wanted and be the teacher and the psychologist I always wanted to be. And through this journey of missing that clarity and seeking more, I started to realize that there was lots of millennials that were going through the same thing, Mm. wanting to make an impact and wanting to have something outside the mainstream way of having a nine to five. And I started to realize that I picked up a lot of tools on my journey that I could pass on to others to help them to find that clarity they were seeking most as well.
0: Yeah. That's wonderful. And this is a podcast based on spirituality. So I know that, Mm -hmm. you know, on your podcast, you talk a lot about that and that you do that in your work with intuitive life coaching. So how did spirituality get tied into this?
1: I think that it was always there. I always had an intuitive gift, could kind of sense different spirits and energy from a very young age. And I think the pivotal moment for me of being halfway through my degree um, and seeking more and having that gut instinct, I think that was my intuition leading me to something more. And I think again, with that whole corporate piece of being there and wanting more and realizing making money and creating a foundation wasn't the path, there was something I could be doing now, again, that inner calling and knowing and gut instinct, I think, was my intuition pointing me in the right direction all along. So it was quiet. I wasn't really paying attention to it um, actively in those moments, but I think that I was always led by my intuition and spirit to my higher path.
0: Yeah. And so how would you say that you currently impact your clients and your audience? Yeah, so I help them
1: to clarify their path to a fulfilling life Um, and I do things very holistically. I give them lots of practical tools um, to kickstart their business, to understand their purpose and work through the mindset blocks and previous programming that's there. Um, So I give them the practical tools, but I also love to incorporate my intuition in the process with card readings, with Reiki and in tuning into my clients and giving them intuitive messages along the way. So I think that perfect mix of the practicality and the spirituality really allows them to have long term results. Yeah, for them in their life.
0: Yeah, definitely. So You would – how would you say that bringing spirituality into your work has actually changed your work, if if you've noticed any change at all? Oh, for sure.
1: Um, So my first launch that I did in my business was more like productivity and goal setting, and I didn't incorporate my intuition at all. And it was kind of crickets at the beginning, to be completely Mm -hmm. honest. And once I really called myself an intuitive life coach and I incorporated – The modalities that I have become versed in with intuition and meditation and card readings, it got this whole new chapter of my business and Mm. it attracted a whole different clientele that really wanted to awaken not only their higher purpose, but their intuitive gifts as well.
0: Yeah. And what have you seen with people is like the biggest challenge for them in discovering their path and their purpose and getting clarity around that? Because I know, like I said before, earlier, it is something that I struggled with a lot. And I'm sure you come across so many people who it's just such a challenge. It's like they have the drive, maybe, and they have they have the desire, but it's just that lack of clarity. What would you say is the biggest challenge for the people, most of the people that you come across?
1: I think it's the unlearning.
0: Of the way that things are supposed
1: to be, you know, the nine to five, the work for so many years, and the false sense of security that comes along with it. Um, And I think it's also like opinions, like society's opinions, uh, family's opinions, you know, the older generation, the previous generations. Um, being in their ear saying, you know, it's better to have that security than to air quotes, like take a risk. Yeah. Go for something more. Right. So I yeah. think that's a big piece of it. That programming underneath is um, calling the shots until you're able to have that awareness and move through it.
0: Yeah. And how would you, I mean, how do you usually help people understand that, um, that it's more beneficial to take that leap. And also something that, that I've learned personally is that when you do take that leap, when you find your passion, you find your purpose and clarity, the, the success is, comes more easily. <laughs> Correct, I, I couldn't
1: agree more. I think that the point that I meet my clients, there is that desire for more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like just having someone to hold their hand, it just gets it and help them to take the step. Um, so, yeah, I think it, especially in different circles, you know, if you have circles of friends that you've had since high school or family, right, they may not be on the same path as a lot of my clients. So having that support from me and other people in the program and that, that accountability alongside of it, I think is yeah. really helpful for taking those step.
0: Yeah, I definitely have a lot of people who come to me and say, you know, they would love to not be to not have to work their nine to five job or their or their bartending job or their, you know, whatever job that they're working in order to pay the bills and be able to follow their purpose. But they are scared because they need the money to pay their bills. And um, and then they have when they get home, they have maybe a kid to take care of they have all these things. What would you what kind of advice would you give to somebody in that position? I would say that there is an ability to do both. Mm -hmm.
1: You work your nine to five or whatever job you have while building your business simply and authentically at the same time so that you feel a little bit more comfortable taking the step. I don't think someone that's at the infancy stages of their business should really just jump the gun and leave their nine to five because then you're starting a business with, that uh, that urgency of having yeah. money and it, it doesn't become about the impact anymore so yeah. I know for me it happened rather fast but there was six months from launch until I went full-time that I did do both so I think it's giving yourself permission and alleviating that pressure of having to leave what you're doing to be all in your business while you start Um, put a foot on either fence until you have that consistency in your business where you can take the empowered step to go all in.
0: Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So I know the work that you do is all about helping people clarify and get clarity and find their path and purpose. But is there any just initial tip or something that you can give people to get started on? What would you recommend for people who are like, okay, this all sounds great, but I, don't, I wouldn't even know where to start. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. bartending and working this office job. I'm saying that because that was me before I, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and I just like, yeah, that, that, I would love to have that, but I don't even know where to start. I don't even know what my passion is. I don't even know what my purpose is. Do you have anything that you can tell people who are in that situation? Yeah,
1: so I think your path and your purpose is definitely connected to fulfillment, right? What is that fulfilling life going to look like for you? And you don't need to know all the pieces. It's okay to have a few question marks because then you know what it is that you're seeking and you can tune into that intuitive clarity inside of yourself. So start for finish, what would your fulfilling dream day be? and becoming really clear about that, and then on the path to get there, what would the most confident version of yourself do to get to that fulfilling day? Um, Because I think sometimes when we're stepping outside the comfort zone, our ego gets activated, and we might be operating from um, a scarcity and fear space. So I think if we consciously choose to look at the path from the most confident version of our lens that may give us that guidance that we need to get to where we want to be and know where to start. So I would say step one would be creating that fulfilling day in your mind, maybe writing it out, asking, what would the confident version of yourself do? And from those steps that are outlined, circle one and start. So you can keep that momentum and Whenever you're complete with that one, you have another step to follow right in front of you from that list.
0: Yeah. And just to get into like more of the energetics of it, can you talk a little bit about, about that connection between finding your path and purpose and, and success on the energetic level? Hmm.
1: So I think that alignment is huge. So I yes. feel like we all have a divine purpose and... If we resist it and we stay in the corporate jobs and we're not following the whispers, our you know, intuitive guidance system will kick us in the butt to get us there. Yeah. I think to get to that place of fulfillment and purpose, that's our most aligned path. So it's kind of like when you are driving in the GPS and you get this step-by-step path to get to the destination and you're ignoring what the GPS system is telling you and you're hanging a left when you should have like, a <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Like it can yeah. your path more filled with resistance and even more uncomfortability as much as our ego wants to say that that is the more comfortable path. Right. So that's what I would say. I think that Stepping into that alignment is where the purpose and the fulfillment lies. Yeah. yeah.
0: I love that analogy of the GPS. I've used it. I've used it many times when I've taught about um, manifestation because it is true because it's like you'll get these nudges and when you go against the nudges, it just becomes that much longer, that much more difficult. And if you consistently keep it going against the, the nudges, it's like you almost hit the you almost miss the mark. <laughs> Hmm. And then a GPS is kind of yelling at you. Turn, yeah. make a U-turn. Make a like you know like. Yes. It gets louder almost in a way. It does. The analogy that I like to say is I say okay, the the universe like kind of taps you on your shoulder at first, and you're that's where you get to listen to it. But if you don't listen to it, it's going to be more of a like firm tap, and it's going to be more oh, yeah. of like a hard you know shove and then it's going to be a smack with a brick across your face sometimes. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. It
1: actually recently happened with one of my clients like she was feeling that intuitive nudge to step into creating her own business and it was there for a while and I remember even in a session at the end of last year I'm like I have a feeling like eight like April May there's going to be a big change with you in career and we had had a a talk um, mid-April and again I felt that nudge and I kind of warned her I'm like I have this feeling like you know, and she's like, yeah, I'm starting to feel that too. I need to start making the plans. And then boom, there was like a structure change in her business, mm. uh, in her, in her um, organization she was working at. She lost her job and she was like, man, I wish I had just followed that intuition sooner so I didn't have to make such an abrupt change. So I think, yeah. so you know, if you don't follow the, the divine steps, there might
0: be a, a, a huge push from the universe to get you to where you want to be. Yeah. Um, that definitely is kind of what happened to me and led me into the coaching industry. So I can completely relate to that. Do you have, I know, I know you believe that people have a purpose, but do you believe it's some sort of like, this is what people, this is what you're meant to do, or is it more just about following, following your passion, no matter what it is? And yes, of course, I'm sure they both coincide, but Mm -hmm. do you believe that people have a, something that they're destined to do in in their life?
1: I think it's a combination of the both, right? I think that where your passion and the joy lies is really connected to what you're meant to do. And I think on your path, there may be many purposes, that you have, depending on the chapter, some people, it may be, you know, to have your business at the forefront. And maybe when you have kiddos, it's more of that, that's more top of mind and times that there is both. So I think it really just connects to that passion. It's kind of like the breadcrumbs from the universe, It's like, let's make this so joyful so that she does more of it.
0: Yes, yes. And what about people who you know, start entrepreneurship, get into coaching, get into whatever industry they want to get into. I know we we touched on this briefly, but just for, you know, the quick money or the supposedly easy money, Mm -hmm. um, instead of following what it is they really want from their heart and soul, what would you say about that?
1: Yeah, I think that there's lots of coaches, especially in the marketing space. Yeah, marketing campaign that get into coaching, it's an easy way to make lots of money, you know, you can (laughs) make six figure months and all of this. And that's, that's amazing. And that's completely possible and doable. I think it just comes from the place of intent, right? If you're in a space of wanting to fulfill a passion, share knowledge, make a difference, make an impact, the money will come naturally as a result for it. And those people will have a stronger desire to move forward, even during the the humps that happen. Yeah, yes. versus people that are in it strictly for the money, those might be the people that you see that they're consistent on social media for a year and then they magically disappear. I can't yeah. tell you how many you know, times I've engaged with people on Instagram and we're talking and talking for like a month or something and all of a sudden their Instagram page disappears. Mm. So I think that it, it, there's there's a clear difference and I think that people are really becoming more aware of who's authentic and who's not especially intuitive people
0: yes yeah I, I agree you can see that there's definitely a shift happening in the industry <laughs> you see it everywhere <laughs> so um and you know I think more and more people are becoming aware that that the game really is about following your joy and bliss like a sp- one type of people that I've seen is people who have hit the big numbers and people who have gained a certain level of success, but then they're still feeling unfulfilled and they're still not feeling those things that they thought that the money and the success would bring them. And then they're questioning everything all over again. And, um, and my, one of my messages is like, you don't even, you don't have to put yourself through that. You can have both, but it starts with following your joy and your bliss.
1: Yes. I couldn't agree more.
0: Yeah. So do you have any more? I want to hear more about like clar- like, yeah, finding your path and purpose and clarifying that because I thought the advice that you gave was really great. Um, what else does that look like? Like maybe give me a, a hypothetical or real life case example.
1: Of finding
0: clarity? Of somebody who didn't have clarity and then, and then was able to find their clarity and for their path mm-hmm. and purpose.
1: Yeah, I'll I'll use me as an example. You know, there was okay. breadcrumbs throughout. There yes. was the teaching and advising passion that was always there. There was this desire for creating a business that maybe I didn't talk into as much um, in this interview. But from a young age, my dad had a business and I loved the freedom um, from him working from home and being here when he wanted to be. So there was all these clear um, breadcrumbs and signs of what the path would be all along, based on interests and passions and even curiosities. So I think for a lot of people, when you're finding clarity and you're finding your purpose, it, it, for a lot of people that discover it, you realize that the clues have been there all along of what had brought you joy from a young age. Of yeah. If you showed up confidently with no, no resistance, what would your life look like? I feel like lots of people can answer that. I haven't met anyone of all my clients that didn't have some sort of idea. A lot yeah. of the lack of clarity comes from all of the self-doubt and imposter syndrome and fear and past conditioning that limits us from stepping into that daydream. So I think the clarity, the purpose, there there is some underlining. It's just there's lots of other stuff hiding it on top that we've picked up along the way.
0: Yes, yes. So you mentioned imposter syndrome. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah oh my gosh I it's one that either that I think everyone feels to some degree some people way more than others but that everyone hits um do you have any I know that's not something that you can easily break down in in a few minutes but do you have any just simple advice you can give people when hitting against that that wall of imposter syndrome
1: yeah I have a little story to depict it I love Um it Yeah. So I was doing a personal development retreat in California and there was 50 people in the room and we had to do a martial arts um, kind of routine in unison. Otherwise we had to repeat it. If one person messed up, we had to repeat it. So I didn't have any experience in martial arts, but in the group, I had a good friend of mine that I knew she was well versed in it. So we learned the routine. I was messing up. But I started to model her expertise. And there was this girl beside me. And she was the one that was causing everyone to mess up. She, didn't, she just wasn't getting it. Yeah. And even though I wasn't an expert with all these years of experience, I was a few steps ahead of her. So I tapped her on the shoulder and I told her to model me. So I was modeling the expert and she was modeling me. And within a couple times, she she got it. Yeah. And it was just such a profound moment for me because I had a really bad imposter syndrome when I started. I was like, who's going to sign and work with me when they could work with Tony Robbins or Bob Proctor. <laughs> um, and what that moment did for me, it changed everything for me because it made me realize you don't have to have 12 years of experience in something to be able to help someone. You just need to be a few steps ahead. So it's giving yourself that credit of where you started to where you are now and allowing yourself to
0: help people that are in the position that you were when you started. Yes. Yes. I mean, the difference between successful people and people who never even like created anything is that they started somewhere, even if it was completely messy and (laughs) they had no idea what they were doing. Right. A hundred percent. That's definitely one lesson. A long time ago, I created a, a beauty YouTube channel that didn't go anywhere. But I remember that because I really wanted to do it for so long. And then finally, I just heard a bunch of people say, you just have to start and go back and watch the really popular people. their like first videos. And it was a complete disaster. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. And they're, you know, making millions now doing these beauty videos. So So it also helps if you can to look at your role models, where they first started, if they still have their old Instagram stuff or their old YouTube videos, like seeing that, yeah, they started just where you are pretty, more or less.
1: (laughs) 100%. I think it's with social media, we compare our page one to someone else's page 20. And I think that that's where a lot of the imposter syndrome and comparison comes from is that we're not looking at that first YouTube video, like you mentioned, we're looking at Years of experience down the line. So it's giving yourself that credit. And I learned a saying, it's like ready, fire, aim. Mm -hmm. So get ready and just take the action and allow it to hit the target where it's meant to instead of having to perfectly align
0: everything and have it be impeccable before you actually take the action. Right. And then you can go back and course correct or fine tune or do whatever you need in order to make the next one better. Yeah, 100%. Now that was something, that's definitely something that 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 took me from always dreaming about having my own thing and continuing to work these jobs that I hated to actually just doing it. It's like it just gotta have messy action. And my messy action was really messy. <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, that's that's definitely really important. It makes it
1: authentic too for the viewer. That you're yeah. not this perfect person, because I think the perfection thing a lot of people are seeing through on social media now too, right? Mm, yeah. They want to see the realness. They want to see the progress and the growth within the person, because that makes you want to work with them more as well.
0: Yes. And I think another thing that that is helpful, especially if you're wanting to start something from scratch on social media is that some people they did have you know the the money right off the bat to invest in certain things and help around creating graphics or marketing or ads or whatever and other people didn't and you don't need that but if you're comparing yourself well they started and they they did this after a year like also understand that they may have had different resources at the beginning of their journey it's not that they're better or more knowledgeable than you it's just that they may have had different resources than you currently have Yeah, I love that message. So I want to hear about this book that you wrote.
1: Yeah, so it's called Now What? Create the Clarity to Achieve Your Dreams. I released it in 2020 um, in the midst of the pandemic. And it's a very... um, cool journey to go on while reading this book you do have my personal stories included but I also really wanted it to be an interactive experience where someone can have a pen and work through interactive exercises so if they fully commit to completing the book from the first page to the last there'll be some sort of aha moment transformation or even a little piece of clarity
0: that they were seeking most yeah I'm going to have to pick up this book. Um, So what kind of feedback have you gotten from the book? I'm sure you've had people contact you and be like, oh my gosh, there's so many transformations. Yeah, I think the interactive nature of the book Mm -hmm. um, has
1: gotten a lot of positive feedback because it kind of drove me crazy. You know, when you read all these self-help books and then they give you all these exercises to do and there's no spaces to do it. So you carry the book, the notebook, the pen, like everywhere you go you know Um, yes so that interactive nature had so many um, positive feedbacks of you know one simple reframe or one simple practice created that aha and that ounce of clarity that they needed to achieve what they wanted to achieve so it's it's very humbling and I'm really grateful that people are enjoying the book.
0: Yeah. And for me, if somebody like me, who's an information junkie, who loves to just read books and watch YouTube videos and take in all, listen to podcasts, taking all the information, having that those questions to journal on or having the activities to do or having things that actually make you integrate the work, make you um, really, yeah, basically work the work, do the work yeah. instead of just reading a bunch of words and then forgetting it after you start the next book.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I think that's a great point. I think, especially as coaches in the industry, a lot of people want to improve their craft and we are the student and it's amazing to be the student, but it's important to apply what you learn um, and put it into action instead of just being the content consumer.
0: Yeah. So I just want to tap into, I know this is a little bit off topic for what exactly we're talking about, but I do want to hear your, um, you mentioned your spirit, how spirituality came into your business. I'd like to hear your story, your spiritual journey story. I I like to ask all the people I interview about their, um, they had some sort of awakening. If there was a huge moment that changed everything on their spiritual journey, Mm-hmm. or if spirituality was a part of your life from a very young age. I'd love to hear uh, your journey on in spirituality. Yeah, I'd love to share. So from okay. um, a young age,
1: I think it was about five years old, my grandfather passed away and I had a very close relationship with him. And I remember the night he died, waking up in the middle of the night and seeing like an image of him in the mirror. And that was like my first like spiritual experience of connecting with guides and past loved ones, and yeah. I was always that person that had a good gut instinct about meeting people, or kind of was like overstimulated in group settings, but at the same time thrived on the energy of it. And I remember, I think it was around 2014, I was taking an NLP course in like this old theology building at a university here in Toronto, mm-hmm. and behind the teacher, there was like a, a wave of energy kind of moving behind her. Yeah. And I remember writing on a posted note to my friend, like, do you see that? Like, what is that? And she read the paper and scrunched it up and it flew across the room. And that was like my first adult experience of yeah. having such a, a vast visceral experience. So from that point, I really ended up connecting with my reiki master and receiving reiki and meditating and all the crystals and the chakras and all that part of my journey so that that was kind of the catalyst yes to becoming spiritually curious and Since then, I've learned so many different modalities and have gone through like the dark night of the soul and (laughs) experiences, Um, but it's become such a, a huge part of me now, and I'm really grateful to have this gift so I can share intuitive messages and guidance and tools with my clients and followers on social media platforms as well.
0: Yeah. And you do talk about, I I have noticed that you do talk a little bit about manifestation to your audience and on your Mm -hmm. podcast, which we'll talk about in a minute. Um, What got you into manifestation?
1: Yeah. So I don't, I don't know if you're too familiar with human design, um, but I'm a manifester. So this has been a big part of me for a long time. I remember I could just like think or write a goal down and boom it would just show up in unexpected ways so when i started to learn about like the secret and the law of attraction um it was really eye-opening for me yeah and actually my first business when i was about like 20 i did vision board workshops in schools and community centers with kids um so I could see the power of vision boards and being clear about what you want and writing it down. And the proof was in the pudding. And I'm like, I need to tell more people about it before I (laughs) too trendy, right? Like everybody can have the life that they want. Like I remember, you know, being 20 and like just being all rah-rah about this to all my like unawake friends and they're yeah. like who's this crazy crazy town girl like what is she talking about and now it's trendy and they're talking about it and I'm grateful but um yeah that's kind of how it all came to be obviously the secret and then um vision boards yeah I, powerful they are
0: yeah I love that you were helping you said helping youth with vision boards yeah that's so cool um for me, with the manifestation stuff and the law of attraction, is the opposite. I was, it was like my dark secret. I'm a dark secret, but my little hidden secret. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I couldn't talk to anyone about it, because because I thought they would think I was insane. So the, <laughs> when it started becoming more popular, I, I finally felt like, oh my gosh, I can talk to people about this, not just like two people in my life that's awesome. Yeah, I can understand where you came from from hiding in them
1: cuz I got a lot of weird looks from family members, <laughs> you know, talking yeah.
0: about. <laughs> yeah, luckily for me, my mom was the one who originally tried to teach me about manifestation, so then when I finally when it finally clicked for me, I, w- I was able to talk to her about it and then a cousin of mine. But other than that, I remember I tried to explain to a friend how um, there Rhonda Byrne, after the book in the movie, The Secret, she wrote a second book called The Power. And yeah. that book really helped me through um, a really hard time in my life. And I, and a friend was going through something similar and I lent her the book and she thought I was nuts. She's like, how is positive thinking and gratitude going to help me out of this? And I'm like, wow. just do it. That's <laughs> Lydia's <laughs> sister. I was in the same boat,
1: passing all the books
0: around. Yeah. <laughs> So did manifestation help you? And um, I'm sure it did, but I want to hear about like how it helped you in creating success in your business. Um, because you do, you have a successful business, you have this book, you have a podcast. Did manifestation play a big part in that? Oh,
1: yeah, 100%. Um, I remember one time in particular, within that six month period of launching my business and the capacity it is now and going full time. I remember funny enough from the magic, another Rhonda Bryan book of writing uh, the magic check. Yeah. So doing that and having that be something that really um, kept me focused on having the means to be full time and not be about the money when I went full-time so that was something that was huge I remember I talk about this trick in my book Um, I call it a day in a life that you write out your perfect day and recite it every day I remember when I went full-time and I left my full-time job I ended up going to Argentina like days after I left my nine-to-five and I remember waking up and seeing the Andes Mountains outside of my window, and it was something that I had written on my uh, dream day and getting so emotional and being like, manifestation really works.
0: Yeah. Whatever
1: you intend and you focus on, it can happen into your life with so much ease than you ever thought before. So
0: yeah,
1: a huge part.
0: I love that. I love that, ex- that kind of an exercise and similar exercises. I, I have people do a similar exercise, but then I have them turn it into a visualization. And yeah. it's so powerful. <laughs> yes. So powerful. Um, and one thing that I also like to do is like have that perfect day and then journal from that day
1: mm-hmm. on a regular
0: basis. So open my journal and journal as if I'm living that day right now. And then just journal out like what's happening throughout the day. Those are amazing practices for manifestation. So um, let's talk a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So it's called Clarity
1: Conversations. I have a lot of beautiful coaches and spiritual entrepreneurs come on and share a little bit about their journey to finding clarity of whatever it is that they're doing now and speaking about their different personal development, spiritual business modalities, um, to share that with the listeners. So it's been such a beautiful experience, having met so many like minded people and giving them the platform to share what they love and what they do with my audience. And my audience has been very loyal in really connecting with a lot of the um, people that I interview I also have episodes in which I'm almost having a conversation with a previous version of myself and sharing what I wish I knew at a different part in my journey so it's it's been such a beautiful uh, opportunity to have the podcast and yeah. I'm really excited for you to come on and for the episode to come out so I'm sure when that's available we'll link it so you can tune yeah. in
0: yeah, and oh my gosh, what a what a creative way to create a po- podcast a- episode with conversation with your past self. Thanks. Yeah. I think that's absolutely um, it's kind of genius actually I because think. you can also in, in that it's like you're doing the work right there on the podcast with yourself, but you're also able to deliver that message to pe- to other people who may need it out there who may be in that one step, you know,
1: where you used to be. Yeah, I think you attract previous versions of yourself and like like energy. You know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. it's been really powerful for the listeners to learn more about me and my journey and see themselves in where I've been and who I am. Yes.
0: And then also kind of like we like you mentioned a little bit earlier, the you you compare yourself to that version of to the version where that person is now, not when they were were in your place. So it's like. Okay were in the past that you weren't always at the place where you're at now you did have to get there from somewhere else
1: yes I think that's huge and I think it's important for coaches to share so people understand that that path that you took
0: yes and for everyone listening I will link her book and her podcast in the show notes for you to easily access so Cassandra do you have any programs or um or one-on-one containers, or anything that people can work with you in right now?
1: Yes, I do. I have some spots available for one-on-one coaching. um, And it's a three-month experience to help you create a fulfilling life in business. And we really help you to find that clarity and that confidence that's necessary to get there. It's three months. And in each one of the sessions, I do include card readings, meditation, slash. Um, reiki and energy healing on each call so that you can have the practical steps but also that energetic support along the journey
0: and if somebody wanted to get a hold of you to work in one of into in your one-on-one container how would you best how would they best reach you yeah. So you can
1: connect with me on Instagram. I love to hang out there. It's Cassandra Rosa A is my handle or check out my website. It's Cassandra Great.
0: And again, I'll link all of that in the show notes. So to wrap things up, do you have any last minute advice or any final note that you'd like to leave the audience with around what you do or and finding clarity around their path and purpose or anything else. Mm-hmm. Good question.
1: I would say that we all have the power to live a fulfilling life and the universe has left clues on the journey. So show up from a place of uh, curiosity In saying yes to opportunities that you're presented so that you can get aligned on your highest path. The world needs you. The world needs your gifts and you can do it. We believe in you and I'm sure your highest self is there
0: cheering you on along the path as well. Yes, regardless of what somebody's purpose is, right? If they're an artist or a coach, Mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to be in the in the coaching industry or in the service industry, it could be anything. Yes. hundred percent. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you so much. It's been a joy having you on and yes, I look forward to being on your podcast as well and I'll link everything down below in the show, in the show notes.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: I've had so much fun. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. This is a weekly podcast with new episodes released every Wednesday. Please rate five stars on your favorite podcast platform and share this podcast. If you would like to reach me about my coaching and mentoring programs, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Karina LeVon. To be featured on this podcast or for other inquiries or feedback, please email me at, beyondstardustpodcast. at gmail.com See you next week.